Well, hello, hello. I want to talk about crisis drama. I know today is supposed to be a day of joy and hope. And you know, with everybody being in the house together like this, we're going to have a lot of crisis drama. You know, and so I wanted to share just for today. I want you to think about this. You know, when we talk about disengagement, it's meaning that you got to withdraw from all this drama. You got to withdraw from all those things that appear to be calming, appear to be peaceful. When actually there's always an underlying fashion that the enemy wants to try to bring. And so I want you to think about this. You know, the scripture tells us in Proverbs 15 and 28 that the heart of the godly thinks carefully before they speak. The mouth of the wicked overflows with evil words. And so that means we got to make sure that we watch what we're going to say before we say it. In, in, in your mind, that is. And think about it because sometimes you get provoked. And that's why we got a lot of domestic violence that's coming on the rampage today during this time. And so I want to share a little bit about this message about disengaging. You know, I want you to say that the fact that many of us, as we think about it, you know, a lot of people like to stay in drama. A lot of people say stuff in their families when you go around them or families that's in the house. We got a sibling rivalry. We got mother and daughter drama, baby daddy, baby mama drama. We got all kinds of stuff going on and life is too short to waste a lot of time with a lot of this drama. You know, we got to make sure that we remember that the eyes of the Lord are looking to and fro. And everybody's talking about taking the Lord's Supper and everybody's talking about ce- celebrating, you know, the Sabbath and all these things that we need to be doing, you know, and giving God glory because he has graced us. Yes, he has. But I want you all to realize that you got to disengage with the crisis drama. So you got to remember also when this chaos is there and you start to engage in this, a lot of time it is because many of us have let the drama from our past or the pain from our past cause us to get in all these different fights, all these different words that we know we cannot take back. And then worst of all, a lot of people are dealing with a lot of post-traumatic stuff that people say to them about things that hurt them from their past. It may not even been meant that way, okay? So you gotta take a minute and think about, why did I open my mouth? You know, why did I even respond? Many of us are not realizing that a lot of the words that we saying before we even say them, we already know that they're not the oracles of God, the word of God. We already know that they're not fruitful. We already know that they're not giving out to, to exemplify the joy of the Lord being our strength. You know, and he is our strength. You got to know because the joy of the Lord is our strength, we can get past this thing. We can get past it in our families while we have to be out in this house by ourselves. And we can get past it even in a situation where there's lack. We know that the joy of the Lord will be our strength because why? Because we know that because we know our God, he is going to provide for those who love him and take care of everybody who really, really and seeking him and obeying him. But most of these uh, chaoses and most of these type of uh, crisis situations that come up and people get so angry is because people are not being spiritually vigilant. You know, we got to make sure when you're spiritually vigilant, that means you're watching the behaviors, you're watching to see when somebody's about to go off. That means you're watching and you are praying. But you got to also remember also when these things come, sometimes they come because you go over there expecting the same thing from your spouse. You're talking about the same thing from the past over and over again. So you are in an expectation mode to expect the same thing over and over again. And so you get the same results. You got to recognize you want something different. You're going to have to watch and pray to be different, to speak differently. But we don't want to do that. Listen to me. It has, it has never, never ceased to amaze me that when you get around people who appear to always want to talk negative as though they don't have anything else positive to say, you got to think about 
what is in my mind? Why am I staying in this drama with them? Why do I want to fill my mind and my space with this type of mentality? And when you see yourself doing that, you got to remember, we don't have to think the way we think always. We don't have to either be in that space. Yes, you may be cramped up in that house. And yes, you may be having to be at that job with the same drama and these same type of people who are always trying to add drama to, to a situation that we already know that is a crisis. We don't need to hear all that extra crisis information. We need to be praying, right? But I want you to enjoy today. Remember the joy of the Lord is your strength. And remember, we don't have to expect always to be expected for somebody else. We, what we expect for somebody else. We, what, we, what we need to respect and expect is, like I said, respect and expectations of joy. Meaning, I want my space to be full of joy. I don't want to be full of some, around somebody who always got something negative to say or somebody negatively trying to get me to go and cross over. You know, our minds sometimes would be so full of all kind of chaos. And when we think about it, we just, before you know it, we've already engaged into it. But you can avoid these kinds of things. And the great lesson you can learn from this is that you don't have to always be sucked in. And many of you all are sucked in because you haven't learned better yet. And I pray this particular message today will give you the understanding that you don't have to say anything. You can pray, but many times people want to have to say, I'm going to read them their rights. I'm going to tell them where I'm coming from. No, they're not getting away from that. Oh, you're going to allow that? That's what the enemy wants to do. Listen to me. You need to disengage. That means you're going to draw from. That means disengagement can become a habit if you really wanted to. Won't you try that? Say like that just for a minute. Why don't you try disengaging? Make disengagement a habit beginning right now and switch it over and say, you know what? The joy of the Lord is going to be my strength. I'm not going to pay attention to this crazy stuff that you're talking. I'm going to let the Lord be my strength. I believe that God is going to take care of me and everything that you're trying to get me to say, all the provocative things that you're saying to me is not going to work. Nehemiah 810 told us that. Nehemiah said, you know, he said to them, then he said, go, go your way and eat and, and eat the fat and drink the sweet and send the portions and all of that. And that means he's saying, you, you know, let the Lord, uh, uh, the joy of the Lord be your strength. We may be in a place where it looks like we shut in, we in lack, but the joy is something about the joy of the Lord that brings strength. It's not about the deeds all the time because it's just not going to be that, the things that you do. It's going to have to be what you're saying and you're doing because many people are, are do something and they really don't mean in their heart. We got to not just say the word, we have to live the word with our lives in it and through Jesus Christ. And then what? The joy of the Lord will be our strength. That's because why? We're giving him honor, we're submitting to his will and his ways, and his strength becomes what? The buffer of that thing that seems so much uh, anger and so much uh, intolerance for the situation. Okay, here's a mindset I want you to think on. I want you to think about it. You have an opportunity right now. Say like this. You have the opportunity right now to change your mind. You can discover how God wants to use you in the situation. Why? Because he wants you to be the one to make the example. He wants you to be the one to say, I'm going to be peaceful. Every practice, and I want you to say that before I get off here. Every practice, have you noticed, it requires for us to be able to keep doing something over and over again. We want to learn it better, right? Every practice, I don't care if it's teaching, uh, doctoring, whatever, medical, we got to practice it, right? So what I want you to remember is that every habit requires practice. And most of us 
more or more willing to practice on the thing that get on our nerves and how we're going to read somebody rather than practicing on letting the joy of the Lord be our strength and practice on love and peace and forgiveness. Now, we have this opportunity just for today, okay? I want you to think about I'm going to give disengagement, yeah, to the habit that I used to have in anger and trying to read somebody. I'm going to disengage. I'm going to practice because why? I'm going to practice love. Why? Because nothing is stopping you. No, it's not. Nothing is stopping you. The only thing, to be honest, is stopping you is that you just don't want to take the full will that God has given you to not engage into it. So here's the final word I'm going to give you before I get off of here. You know, at all the things I've been through in my life, one of the greatest things that I've learned from it is forgiveness. And one of the other things I've learned is to be able to watch and pray for those who I know can be very difficult. You need to say like this just for the day. And I want you to meditate on tonight. Ask God and then think about it for yourself. Say, Sel, I'm asking you, God, I'm asking you, am I being spiritually guided by what I'm saying and I'm, I'm engaging in? And do I feel empowered or am I empowering others every time I make the choice to take the time to engage in this type of crisis drama. I pray this has been a blessing to you. I speak the joy of the Lord of your strength right now in Jesus' name. Enjoy this holiday. It's such a beautiful Passover because God is truly blessing families today. Let this thing pass over. This too shall pass. God bless you. Please share the message.